This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. The Talksport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with Muck Delivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to Seagull Social Season 3, Episode 8. It feels like eight years ago that we actually filmed, to be honest with you. <laughs> but we're finally back on YouTube or Spotify or wherever you're listening to us. Join with Maz. No Ben today. Um, he's yeah. he's still away on holiday, which is sort of what's put the spanner in the works, to be honest. Oh, but, so. Also, question, Ryan. I've got a question about this. Okay. So Ben, oh. I'm sure hopefully he's listening. But he's listening. What <laughs> I'm do sure you, he will. What do you do for like a week and a half in Gibraltar? What? what, yeah. what, 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 what surely that, he's gone to like the map to us. Honestly, it's just like I haven't heard from him at all. What? Do you, how can you spend that much time in Gibraltar? What is there to do out there? I've never been there, so I can't really speak for it. To be honest. No, yeah, but. true. But like, um, surely a weekend will suffice, surely. <laughs> um, but no, a lot's changed since we were last on. A lot's changed since we were last yeah. on, obviously. Um, we, we spoke about uh, Potter leaving. Uh, we spoke about the Chelsea stuff. Now the, the, it's sort of calmed down a little bit now. We're not so salty and we no longer are completely bitter over it. Well, I say completely. Spe- yeah, speak for yourself. But yeah. <laughs> I, I think it'll all calm down once we finally kick a ball. Um, but it feels like a long time since we've kicked a ball. I think that's what feels weird. It feels like, seriously, it feels like a long time ago since I watched football. Uh, Brighton, anyway. Um, yeah. But I believe we tweeted out about um, sort of talking about Roberto De Zerbi, trying to almost give a bit of a background on him as much as we know. I mean, to be honest with you, it's, we're going into it a bit blind as well because we've never seen him actually play. We just have to go off stats and stuff. But, Maz, have you, have you done too much research on De Zerbi? Have you, uh, do you know much about this Italian man? Yeah, I have. I have to be fair. Yeah, I, I really dug it deep into him just because obviously Good. once I heard his name being banded about, I was like, right, well, he looks like he's one of the front runners along with uh, Nutson at the time and yeah. a few other names sort of banded about. So I was like, right, let's do, let's do our research. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, like um, he started off in Syria. He had a, uh, he had one season with, I want to say Bari, but correct me if I'm wrong. I think what, basically aside, he got relegated essentially from his first season in Syria, but then yeah. he got pl- he got uh, plaudits for his attacking style of playing, like the way he, you know, uh, brought teams forward and then yeah. uh, he also you know uh, with regards to uh, his attack side of play yeah he got picked up by Sassuolo or Sassuolo mm. I can't, don't know how you pronounce Sassuolo. it yeah. Sassuolo um, and then yeah, he was there for two seasons and he I think got back to back eighth place finishes which is 
mad. Like solid, to, yeah, which is amazing in Syria. Like it's a, it's a mm. very good quality league, as much as people might you know yeah. <laughs> say other otherwise. I think it's a really good quality league, and and to get back to back finishes with a, with a very low budget. You know, not not a great playing squad. To do no. that uh, 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 with them is fantastic work. And then yeah. he obviously left and went to Ukraine with Shakhtar. Uh, won in the league, won in the, uh, a cup, and then obviously left because of the conflict. So for me, mm. if you look at it on paper, yeah. it is very impressive. It's, it's very, very impressive. Um, and I, I'm really looking forward just to... I've heard a lot about his style of play as well. The way he, he's very uh, free-flowing, attacking football. Yeah. Um, however, I, I've heard uh, from a few sources that defensively he's not as good. Um, mm. There's quite a few gaps, but I don't know. Yeah, what, what you, you obviously have done your research. Yeah, well. what, I, what? I was sort of letting you have because to be fair, I didn't really look too much into his background prior to sort of 2060. I didn't really know how he started, so that's actually quite interesting to me as well. But yeah. I remember his Sassuolo team because I remember them being quite talked about in a tactical sense, particularly I think in like 2020, 2018 to 2021, I think it was around that time. But I remember he was quite talked about, not so much as a manager, but as about the style of play. A lot of the players like Locatelli, etc., got quite yeah. good coverage. I remember going into the Euros, Locatelli was the man to yeah. watch and everything. And I think I even put him down as a man to watch him one of our videos back then. So it goes to show that the job that he was doing at Sassuolo was that good that, you know, he was a very, very talked about manager in Italy. And well, I mean, Italy won the, the Euros with some of those players. So it goes to show that, you know, what he was doing was the right. You know, obviously, you've got the talent in the players, but you've got to get the best out of them as well. Um, but yeah, I think that he's he's a very, as you say, attacking manager. Um, I think that ultimately the, the defensive worries won't be as bad with us, just and I say that not in a deluded sense, but you know, defensively we've got a lot of quality there, probably compared to what he had before us. You know, yeah. with Duncan, Webster, etc. I don't even I don't need to go through our whole defence to to know how much quality we've got back there. But I don't think um, that will be as big a problem because I think naturally, if 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 Dunk was trying to be you know told to go up to every corner and never come back again, I think he would be naturally not comfortable with that one. He would be wanting to defend and say, "No, look, we need to we need to also defend." It's the Premier League, etc. Um, but I think you know ultimately we're not going to see too much change straight away. At least I hope not because we've got a working system at the minute and we've got a, we've got a team that plays with each other. Obviously, Deserby's going to want to put his own stamp on he's already said that and that's absolutely fine um you know you can't just live in the past but at the same time you need to do what works and i think that the players will know what works as well we've got a, we've got a good coaching team i believe what he's taken with him um the guy from who was in Euro ukraine with him uh, sorry was in the ukraine national side was apparently very instrumental in what he did over there uh very very big in the because obviously the national, the national team of ukraine actually done really well recently um, yeah. So he's quite instrumental in in that. So it's, it's it's reassuring to be honest. It looks like he's taken some very good gems with him. And obviously, because we lost mm. so many people in Bruno, etc., which we already know about, it's nice to almost be refilled with the with, with a new era, isn't it? It's like you know, you, you may have lost your your Bruno at Brighton, you may have lost your Ben Roberts at Brighton, but you've got the new age now, and it's quite nice. Almost maybe we needed it. You know, th these things happen for a reason, and I always believe that to be honest. So. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I really am looking forward to it. I'm past the point of bitterness and I'm more excited now to just see how it all goes. And Liverpool I was going to I, I was gonna ask, because obviously I've seen online, like, well, even, even when it happened, I'm not going to lie, I was really pissed off uh, yeah. with Bruno. Like, I, I get it. Look, Potter, he's got his backroom staff. He takes, you know, uh, all them with him. That's fine. That's no problem. They've been mm. with him his whole career. I get it. My only, my only, I was a bit pissed off with Bruno just because I was like, look, we sort of, 
um, you know, obviously you had a great playing career with us. Uh, the fans loved you. There were, you know, you were adored by the whole mm. club. Um, and, and we actually said to you, look, this is a pathway. We're going to give you a pathway to get into management and we're going to support mm. you in that journey. And then for him just to sort of go off with Potter, I felt a little bit of a kick in the, uh, kick mm. in the balls. But I, I'm not, yeah, I, I get it though. Again, like he wants to progress. He obviously, you know, yeah. going to a bigger club. That's why I'm money, sort of like, like a bit like, yeah. you know, would you have done the same, you know, if there's a yeah. big opportunity at Chelsea, it's a bigger exactly. club, you could potentially get very good hands-on manager experience. I don't know. There's there's things there that I can see why he would do it. I'm probably a little bit more now that dust has settled, edging towards that. But I think that yeah. the Potter thing is, is particularly annoying. Just, you know, I get that he's got a big payout. I get that Chelsea paid the money. Um, but I, I, I really only see it as that. And I don't mean that in like uh, a bitter way. I mean it more so like, you know, you look at Todd Bowley, some of the stuff he comes out with is crazy. I mean, <laughs> you know, he, he is he is a quite crazy guy. Um, yes. And sometimes I just wonder, is Potter, you know, he's, he's a very well intelligent, thought out man. And, you know, how he communicated with Bloom, it appears to the outsiders anyway. It seemed like a very, very strong, good relationship with, you know, a lot of uh, thought behind everything that was going into everything. Um, whereas with Todd Bowley, I'm sure he has his own vision and that's fine. But I just worry that it does feel like a bit of a money grab. It does feel like it could potentially come back and haunt him. And I'm not saying I wouldn't grab the money as well, but it's probably more to the fact that, you know, you, you worry that how that could impact his sort of career as a whole. I mean, it might look like a step up now, but if he doesn't do well at Chelsea, they are cut for it. You've seen their fans on social media. I think if Potter is still using Twitter at the moment, I think he's probably deleted it because he must be horrified by some of the comments he's I, seen I think already. I, did, I saw Potter, wasn't it hashtag Potter out trending? Yeah, hashtag Potter out was trending. Like oh. some of their fans are putting posters up saying about Potter out. And like, you just got to think, I don't even know sometimes. It's just I know social media is crazy and we've we spoke yeah, about it before. Yeah, yeah. But I mean I mean if you know, Potter didn't particularly take the criticism very well here, it has to be said. Um he we you need know, to get a history lesson, club. Think, right? Yeah, we need to get a history yeah. lesson. He did he took yeah. the talk, sort of ten boos seriously. He took it did seem like he did look through social media as well. He took a lot of opinions to heart by the looks and um it, it does make you wonder how he's going to now react on a much, much, much bigger stage at Chelsea. Uh, because, you know, opinions will be flying around without, you know, hesitation over there. Uh, they yeah, really no, are used to success. So that's how it's going to be. But I don't know, Maz, what do you think that, you know, just to sign it off on Potter, because I don't want to just make this a Potter podcast yeah, yeah. because, you know, it's, yeah. he's, he's gone now. But are you in good spirits about him? Do you want him to do well? Or are you a bit like, if he flops, he flops. If he flops, I will love it. Where are you on that yeah. scale? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, um, so let's say like 10 is where like, I want to see him fail. I hope he does really yeah. bad. That's like 10. And then obviously zero is where I, you know, I would love him to do amazingly well. And yeah. I, you know, I wish him all the luck. So on that scale, uh, I'd say <laughs> I'm about, uh, I'm say, I say I'm, I'm in the bang in the middle. I say four or five. I'm more towards yeah. leaning towards him doing well. Like at the end of the day, let's be real. He was one of our best ever managers. Mm. Um, you know, ever to do to do it, especially well in the Premier League, he's by far the best. Um, and he, you know, he got some great success for us. Obviously, didn't mm. you know, he didn't win anything with us or anything like that. But still, like the way we, the football we played, the results we got, you know, some notable results against Man, Man City, Man United, mm. uh, Arsenal, Spurs, Massive like days. all the yeah, all big big clubs. We got some really good good results, and you know, I, I couldn't imagine that 
any um, under any other manager. But um, mm. yeah, I, I feel like uh, you know, there's a little bit of me. Where I'm still a bit pissed off how how it all like <laughs> the timing of it. I feel like if he'd maybe done it at the beginning of the season or at the end of the season, I would have mm. been a bit more cool. Yeah, fine, <coughs> that's, you know, fair enough, kind of thing. Uh, mm. Just the timing for me just just still sort of hurts a little bit. But no, I, yeah, I, I, I generally don't. I don't. I don't want him to flop. I don't want him to you know be hounded out of Chelsea or anything like that. Um, but if he if he if he does flop, it it, it sort of. I, I suppose our fans will be like. <laughs> Oh, I told you so. You should have stayed. Blah blah. Yeah. So, it, yeah. It, yeah, it works both ways. But no, I don't wish him any. I don't wish him any sort of like bad no. wishes or you yeah. know, anything like that. Um, but if he does flop, then you know. Hey, yeah. See, you, that's the thing, isn't it? Like, if the, <laughs> I'm not saying I want him to flop. Obviously, it's completely different. But then, if he does, if he does, and I'm not going to be. Oh no, Potter! I hope you're okay. Put my yeah. arm around him, sort of thing yeah. on social media, yeah, because exactly. you know yeah. you have left us. So you, yeah. you you've gone into the lines then, and if you get bitten, then you've gone in there and exactly. And you. I like so, that analogy. That's a great analogy. That yeah. Well, you know, if you if you're going to go into there, you shouldn't be afraid to get bitten. So that's what he's now got. He's now got to yeah. fend off all of that because he's going to be certainly filled with it. But. Anyway, let's move on from Potter because I think yeah. <laughs> that, that, that statement has been said too many times over the last couple of weeks. But we'll <laughs> go to uh, to Roberto De Zerbi because obviously our first game will be against Liverpool. I don't want to just move on to it to a, to a match preview yet because I think we've got a bit more to talk about. But mm-hmm. in terms of how he's going to get the best out of these players, because I've seen a lot of sort of links. I've seen Leandro Trossard been obviously now linked away. Moises Caicedo has now been linked away mm-hmm. uh, to Chelsea. And we're going to get this a lot. And I actually put a tweet on this morning saying we're going to get a lot of our best players being linked to Chelsea now because they're Potter's boys. And it makes you wonder, how's one Roberto De Zerbi going to get his stamp on these boys? Is he going to be able to just make them believe in him and not want to go back to Potter and and think that? Or is it going to be a case of we might lose Trosso, we might lose Caicedo and De Zerbi want his own team by January? You know, Bloom might have to spend and that's maybe why we didn't spend in the summer. You don't know. Um, but but Maz, what what do you what do you think on that in terms of players coming and going and, and who Deserby will will find most sort of fun in? Yeah, well, no, that's, that's a really good point actually because um, yeah, I, I've seen all the Trossard stuff and the Caicedo stuff. So I think Trossard mm. said um, if the op- opportunity arises, I want to go, um, yeah. and I, I, but I want to play and not sit on the bench. I think that's a key key bit as well. Yeah. It's like yeah. if you were to go to Chelsea. Okay, it's a better, you know, you're going to play Champions League football, you're in a better quality, you're going to get paid better, et cetera, et cetera. However, yeah. are you going to play week in, week out? That is the big question. Whereas at Brighton, you will guarantee, you're, you're, you know, you're one of the first players on the team sheet um, and you're contributing goals, you're contributing assists, you're, you know, you're actually contributing towards the team. And, and yeah. you know, on international level, you're going to get, you're going to get uh, the accolades, you know, internationally. However, yeah. club level, he'll be thinking, well, am I going to win anything at Brighton? Am I actually yeah. going to, you know, am I going to get Champions League football? All the, all these questions, which we probably can't offer him, Champions, oh. you know, we can't offer him Champions League football, but, you know, European football, I, I mm. don't see why not. Um, you know, Conference League, even Europa League potentially. But I, I can see it from these players' perspectives, Caicedo, Trossard, you know, why why you'd be interested to leave. I, I get yeah, it. Yeah, of course I, you would, yeah. I, I 100% understand. But for, for example, let's say Caicedo, for me, he's still got two, three years of development still. Like, yeah. he's, he's unbelievable, don't get me wrong. He's, he's he's incredible. But I feel like it would be such a shame to see him go to like a Chelsea or somewhere like that and not get played this as soon. much. And then just, yeah, yeah. this soon. It just, it just stalls his development, in my opinion. Um, yeah, So I it'd agree. be a great shame to see like Caicedo leave now because I just feel like, 
you should stay and develop yourself. Yeah. Like Basuma did. Basuma, you know, developed his playing. He's what he left when he was 25, 26. So mm. um, I, I would love to see him do that kind of path. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I feel like Deserbi can, can get the best out of um, the attacking players mostly. I feel like that's yeah. where he's going to really thrive. Is you know, hopefully get our you know, like, you know, we've always screamed out for like a winger, like an out and out winger or, or yeah. like someone who can who can attack. I feel like he can do that for us. It um, seems like he plays quite wide, actually. But, um, from mm. what I've looked at, he, he seems to overload an attack and sort of pushes the wide players very, very high and sort of has your defenders almost in the back two, which is similar to actually how Potter played in the sort of offence when it came to going <laughs> forward. Um, he, he sort of kept dunk straight back and then it was everyone else sort of pushed up in that sort of similar fashion so you know there's a lot of similarities between the two managers to say the least but just to touch on the point you said about sort of international football Kukurea isn't in the Spain squad I don't think Mm. at least I've I've looked so you know it's the grass isn't always greener I'm not saying Kukurea won't be a success at Chelsea but you know that's a prime example as you don't just go to a top club and and get picked for your country because clearly the the Spanish manager doesn't rate him Uh, whereas Sanchez is still in that team and and, and he's highly rated in Spain so um, (laughs) I guess that's just one of those things to take into account but yeah in terms of De Zerbi I mean I think you know obviously Trossard's going to be potentially big with him I think yes I could I could see sort of Inciso or Sarmiento or something like that maybe Mm. having more of a chance now because although Potter gave chances to youth players he was more sort of known for sending them out on loan first, whereas it looks as though Deserby's used to doing it with a very tight budget and just throwing these people in it when they when they need to be, which is probably a bit of a gamble, which we need, to be honest. He's quite a, a passionate manager, which is going to be really good. I think I said like he's, he's one of the most uh, least corporate guys, which we haven't had in absolutely ages. I mean, Chris Hutton was, you know, I love Chris Hutton, but very, very corporate in the media. Didn't really say what he shouldn't say, you know, very cool yeah. on the touchline. Same with... Potter at the best of times, but it looks like with Deserby we could be seeing some Mourinho esque like running up and down the sidelines, coming up to the fans, pointing, punching the air. That's yeah. that to me is refreshing, and it's a bit more brightened to me. I don't know if that's just uh, you know jumping too jumping too soon, but I'm I'm excited by that. You know, imagine at Anfield he's running along, comes over to the away fans, he's like this that like Mourinho did for Chelsea. Yeah, like a, I was about to say, like a Mourinho, Mourinho touchline, like yeah. running up and down. Now, I've seen a few videos of him like chucking water bottles and stuff. Yeah, like, he, he he he's he does seem like a bit of an angry man. But like you said, I, I feel like that's that's a um, it, it can definitely be a good thing as well. Like if he can channel it in the right way, hopefully, yeah, I, I, no, but I, come I, like I, Jesse Marsh and just throwing stuff yeah. around, and getting angry. I'll, I'll, yeah, I, I would. I wouldn't want him to be that kind of manager where he's like pedantic and like you know a bit of a crybaby. I wouldn't want that. Yeah. I, you know, like somebody no. just cries at every decision or was like, oh, like yeah. you know, shouting all the time. I'm like, oh, come on, mate, like chill out yeah. a little bit. But at the same time, I do. I agree with you. I'd love to see that kind of passion and you know mm. that that fight and that fi- that fierce nature. I think that that's mm. what we've been lacking. Actually, someone. This is actually a good point. Bit someone fire, mentioned this it? actually. Yeah, because like we, we we always said, haven't we, in the past, like, we we're sometimes too nice as a club yeah. or like you know as a football team on the pitch. We're sometimes a bit too nice and hopefully Deserby can bring that bit of um, a bit of fight a bit of you know uh, a bit of a, a mean side to us because I think sometimes yeah. we lack that we're a bit too nice like you know we might be one goal up or whatever and we'll be like oh yeah mm. like you know and then you know you don't see like those challenges flying in like I would love that in a derby like let's say against you know against Palace or whatever uh, not derby sorry rivalry um I'd love to see like those challenges flying in like from the off, and that's because of Deserby, and he's he's there on the sideline like, oh, come on, let's get into him. Like, I'd love mm. to see that because I think it just gives us that extra that that other side to us which we haven't had, and I think we've lacked in in the past yeah. as well. Yeah, and I, I I'm just watching like little clips of Deserby ball here, 
Uh, it's not called Deserbo, is it? It's some like Italian name. I, I've, I've already messed it up. It's like Deserbismo or something. Oh, is um, it? Yeah, I, I need to get it right, but it was something like Deserbizimo or something. Um, so we'll, I'm sure we'll be saying that soon if it, if it all yeah. works out. But I mean, I'm looking at clips here of him at Shakhtar and the football on display here, albeit at a much lower standard. Obviously, Shakhtar Donetsk isn't, you know, Premier League football, but. Then neither was Ustersons and neither was, you know, even even Swansea in the championship, mid-table championship. It's not Premier League. Um, you know, the, the, obviously the jump's going to be big, but we've already got the quality now. And what sort of makes me feel a little bit more happy is, you know, at the beginning of Potter's reign in 2019, we were probably a little bit naive to what we were coming into. We didn't realise probably the biggest shift was changing the, the mentality and dynamic of all of these players. And now we've got, sort of players that are well seasoned in terms of playing attacking football, in terms of playing, you know, ball playing football and getting players forward and being much more fluid in transition and structured in um sort of counter press. But I think that I don't know, I, I feel like we're a lot more well drilled and well well prepared, should I say, for for Deserby's um entry as opposed to when we signed Graham Potter at the at the beginning, it's it's less of a like, oh my god, we could go get smacked four 0 on against Liverpool because it's a bit more like, I don't think we will anymore. Maybe maybe this is famous last words if we do, but <laughs> I think oh, most of the time now you 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 still got the quality of these players in there, and albeit Graham Potter did a great job, these players are very very good players. I mean, all of these players get into good teams now, and that's why all the good teams want them, um, and that's I think what we need to almost remember. Do you agree that the, the quality of our players? My, yeah, my question would be, so this is what I've been asked by rival fans, well, mainly one Palace fan, actually. Uh, but he's asked me, he's like, oh, is, is the only reason your players are good now or that, that you've been playing is because of Potter? He's saying that Potter got the best out of them. But I, I don't know. It's, I mean, I agree. Uh, then I, I think he I, does. I think he has. Yeah, I think yeah, yeah, yeah. of course he has. But he, but his argument. Yeah, so this Palace fan, I won't, I won't mention his name because I don't want to give him the clout. Um, but he, <laughs> he, he, he was saying, he was saying that um, basically the only reason why our players are good is because of the way that, uh, like he's saying, they're all average. But Potter got the best out of them. That's what his logic was. Which I don't. I mean, I don't agree with really. I feel like we have got some quality, quality players. But yeah. I will agree with that. Of course, Potter took them to that next level. I think there was like beyond their you know, beyond their quality or beyond their, their actual uh, playing ability. Um, mm. I, I wouldn't look around our squad and think, oh, they're absolutely crap. And the only reason no, why no. we're doing well is because of Potter. Like, I don't think that's the no. case. But you, I, I, I do see this flip the flip side of it and see, yeah, yeah, I think he's bought a lot of it. So with De Zerbi, I just hope that he can do the same. I feel like yeah. if, he can, if he can bring out the best of all these players that, you know, some people think are average or whatever you want to call mm. them, Hopefully, that's what Zerbi can do. I don't do. think we'll have that problem, though. Funnily, I think we will be all right. I mean, as I say, we've got we've got so much quality, especially in our youth team and our youth systems, mm. and even out abroad and on on loan across the leagues everywhere. We've mm. got a great network of players now. Really, really do great network of players. And I don't think that even in that first eleven, we've got players that are going to struggle with a different change in manager like I, I fully back our players and you know as you always should I think I put this tweet on at the beginning I said that was time to get behind these boys you know give them the credit that they deserve and not put it on any coaching because we, we need to back these boys and people were almost taking it as if I'm saying well we should we should have done that anyway and I'm thinking no I'm, that's not my point my point is <laughs> you know we, we've we're now back in the I don't know how people manage to take a positive quite wrong to be honest but um <laughs> it's, it's more to the fact that you know we've now got a almost support these players 
I don't know how to make that make make sense. You know what I'm trying to say? I'm trying no, no, to say, I, you know, yeah. the, the quality of the players needs to almost shine through now, as opposed to the coaching tactics. The, if that yeah. makes sense. No, hundred percent. Um, I feel like they need to step up, don't they? they? Like this is the time to like show right, right. It doesn't matter yeah, who we got in charge. Yeah, who, who, regardless of who we got in charge, we are the people. You know, we're the players on the pitch, and we're yeah. the ones that make things happen. And I, I feel like, yeah, there's, I, I, and I really want to see like the leaders in the squad. Really, I, I, I saw Lallana obviously coming out straight away saying, yeah. like, don't worry. Lallana was class actually. Yeah, at the beginning. Yeah, when really he first was. came out, he was just like, he was brilliant. He was like, yeah, like, don't worry. Like, as much as it's a big loss, which everyone knows it was, you know, don't worry, we've got this. Like, you know, let's look forward, yeah. and you know, and I, I really like that. I really like how the senior yeah. players stepped up and I think that's what we really need now we need the Welbecks we need the Lalanas we yeah. need the you know even like the Crofts who's been there and you know the, yeah. and are now sort of you know uh, behind the scenes they're the kind of people that we need to be sort of you know uh, what's the word stabilising the ship or how we yeah I agree you know making sure that we, we don't just because we can easily go like we're fourth at the moment which obviously we're, we're you know is above our station so to speak but like that could easily, we could go on a terrible run, and we could literally, yeah. just, you know, plummet down the league, and and yeah. that could easily happen. It's the Premier League; anything can happen. We could lose like five on the bounce. That's that's not. Yeah. Uh, well, we know, did last year, didn't we? On the pod, well, exactly, exactly like too much for him. You know, if he does that at Chelsea, they won't stand for that as easy as we did. I mean, we we really did stick by him in the very tough times at, at times, to be honest. But um, yeah, I'll um I'll just talk about a bit about just before because I don't want to drag this out too long. But there's there's obviously been internationals as well. Karamatoma scored for Japan and I don't know if you saw the goal Maz, but it was a great oh, finish unreal. Um, really was a great finish yeah, yeah against yeah, the US yeah. as well which was you know it's not a terrible team to score against I know they're not like the best but they, they're pretty decent yeah. and you know it's a, it's a it's a great well taken finish if you haven't seen it he, he sort of cut it off the left side and, and sort of just stroked it past the goalkeeper curled it around the player used him as a bit of a, a wall but mm. this is how I look at it is you know you, you've got Matoma's pace directness as we all know he's, he's a, he is a great player Matoma uh, we've seen the early signs of him looks really, really promising. And I know it does feel like a long time ago since we've watched him play football, but it won't be too much longer. But he's one of the players, actually, that, like Sarmiento, like Leandro Trossard, who will be almost rubbing their hands at the fact that we've got Roberto De Zerbi in now. Because, you know, De Zerbi ball, De Zerbiismo, or whatever it's called, is seemingly like potable, as we've already mentioned, but it's a bit more direct and it's a bit more ruthless and you know we've already spoke about his ruthlessness on the touchline but it seems like there's a bit more urgency to it which is you know as I say for Matoma he's got to be rubbing his hands here and thinking well I've got the pace I've got the directness I can finish as you can clearly see he'll be thinking well this is my chance to shine now because mm. these wide players that we haven't we've got in the team but we haven't used them probably to their best advantages at times They've they've got to be excited, I'd say. I mean, you, you've got some good yeah. talent there. I, I think hundred percent. And uh, I think I think that's a good thing, but also potentially not a bad thing. But my only worry would be is like, okay, cool. You know, if if we if he comes in and changes a lot, like if he let's say first game he's like absolutely change everything. Like I don't know, change mm. system, change players. My only thing would be like, right, well we, we're doing pretty well. Like let's 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 carry on what we're doing until. Until you then see, oh, this is a flaw. I don't like this. This is my system. I'm going to change this. Blah blah blah. That would be my mm. only like like that would be my only reservation. Is like if he does bring in, let's say Matoma, Samiento, and Akiso straight away, and then they yeah. don't do well, 
then you're like, well, look, we, it was all going pretty well before. Well, yeah. Why why do you feel need to come in and like do a really harsh change or a big, yeah. big sort of upheaval? Uh, but that's not to say that those players won't do well. Like, I, I've got full confidence in Matoma, you know, in Kiso and, you know, uh, Samiento, even like even like Ferguson. Like, I would love to see him play. I know he scored. He actually scored for the under-21s as well. Yeah. Uh, so shout, shout out to him. Um, but yeah, like I, 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 I 100% agree with you. I think it would be great to see those wide players and those wide players come in and stuff. I just feel like I, I wouldn't want him to do anything too crazy yeah. too soon. Um, well, I think, I just, um, I'd want him to get his sorry. bearings first and then, no, I go on. Yeah. I was just, sorry, I was just looking into him a bit there on the athletic as well. I think the athletic did a good little piece on him. Uh, shout out Liam Tharm as well. Cause he did a bit about deserve as well. We've had Liam on in the past. He's a great guy. Um, but he seems like a bit of a descendant of Pep Guardiola. And it, you know, I know that most modern managers are a bit of a descendant of Pep Guardiola these days. But I don't know what you thought, Baz, but I don't know if you saw the um, all the Guardiola stuff where he's sort of welcoming me in, saying how great the, the club is. He's sort of bigging up Brighton and selling it to De Zerbi before he even yeah. signed for us. And I, th- I was just like, wow, because, you know, I don't know if Potter, sorry, if, if Pep, I think he does praise people, but it seems like he does have genuinely a lot of love for this club, particularly as to how we seem to run. It, it does suit him, um, yeah, 100%. which is exciting, I think, don't you think? Yeah, hundred percent. I, I think he just. I think Pep is a is a proper football man, as in he yeah. he's a purist. He loves he just loves good football. I think he just yeah. appreciates when when a team plays well. If a team's if a club's well run, uh, you know everything's sort of you know good about the club. I think he gives credit where credit's due, and and he yeah. he will probably praise us. And I and I've noticed that because like. Let's be real. Like the way our clubs run is incredible. We're not one of those sort mm. of gig- We don't have a massive uh, one of those owners. Up, like, again, with these yeah. massive hits that we seem to take, losing players. Now we lost a manager, lost coaching staff. We've lost backroom exactly. staff. We've still bounced back. I think it's that's impressive. a really that's a really good point. I, I think that's the key thing for me is no matter what we who we've lost, whether it's managers, players, uh, even even you know the technical directors such as Ashworth. Yeah. Um, you know, you know, we've we've shown time and time again. Well. Fingers crossed, and we could do it again. But we've shown time and time again that we can come back from that. Like you said, the bounce mm. back ability is is incredible. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I think that's so impressive, and and that's a testament to Tony Bloom. I think right at the top, yeah. who's making these decisions. And Paul ultimately. Barber as well. I and mean, Paul Barber exactly. gets a lot of stick, obviously, but the the way that him and Bloom operate this club, it, it really is incredible. Um, yeah. On a pure footballing basis, that is the, the way that the the clubs run it. Honestly, is it is. Yeah. It's, it's so well fond of around pretty much everyone that knows and understands how clubs work and, and how business structures in clubs work. And I think that, um, you know, again, with with De Zerbi coming over here and Guardiola bigging it up, I mean, Guardiola's given us a lot of praise in the past, but it seems like it, it, it does feel genuine to me. It feels like, I think he even said that he went out for dinner with him, I think, and, and it was like they had a private conversation. And, you know, I think De Zerbi is a big fan of Guardiola, obviously, as most yeah. good managers are. Um, but I think to, for Pep to go out of his way and, and, and take him for dinner to, to, to talk to him and introduce him and wish him luck and say that he's there for him, you know, if he needs anything, he's there for him. Obviously, just not against Man City. Um, I think that that's that's really cool. I think I just I, I like that a lot. I think you know, is it people can be skeptical and say, oh, he's just being you know condescending or anything, but I, I don't think that's the case. I genuinely think he he is a he is a nice guy. Um, yep. And it's it's just quite reassuring to me that the way De Zerbi seems to play football is based on that. And you know, again, you, you, we've got another modern manager into the Premier League. This this Premier League is getting filled with talent now in, in terms of managerial positions. We've got some serious talent. You know, Thomas Frank as well, Lulia the Prem. Mm-hmm. There's some big, there's some big sort of good managers in there now. So it's it's, it's going to be a tough 
a tough opening, which leads me on nicely, to be honest, to talk about Liverpool, which does feel like an age away now, but it, it will come around very quickly. We've got Liverpool Anfield, which will be Deserby's first game. Yeah, I'm really excited. I will be there. I'll be in the away end, which I'm very excited about. Um, because I've never been in the away end at Lanfield. I only went in the home end last time. Um, oh, yeah, but this should sure. be good. Um, I'm really excited for it. Deserby's first game, Maz. Obviously, Liverpool haven't really been at it this year. I mean, they've, they've had that 9 0 which was like an absolute one-off. But yeah. I don't know. It's just, this feels like uh, a whole new era now, doesn't it? Liverpool seem to be changing. The Giants are falling. The new man's in at Brighton. Uh, how, how are you feeling ahead of Liverpool? Mate, yeah, like you said, they've not been they've not been convincing this season. But that's not to mean they're they're going to be crap and they're going to be you know. Yeah. They're, they're ultimately they are Liverpool. They're the second best team in 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 the league. Like let's be, well, not right now, obviously, but over the last but two three are. seasons. Yeah, yeah. I know over mean. the last two over the last two three seasons behind Man City, there's not been a better team than Liverpool. Um, yeah. So yeah, like you can't just walk, you know, can't go to Anfield and think, oh yeah, we can get a draw here, or you know, we can get a positive result out of this, because um, yeah. it's always going to be difficult, like you said, Anfield as well, like the atmosphere, all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. But yeah, this season, what four one to La- they lost to Napoli, lost two one to Man United, and they've drawn against Palace, uh, Fulham, Everton. Like that's not that's pretty it's there poor, for the to be honest. Yeah, exactly. Like, there's definitely potential for us to do it. Um, it'll be interesting to see what kind of players that they've got available because I know they had a few injuries, didn't they? Especially in mi- midfield. Um, mm. So whether that they've now recovered those players like Thiago, Fabinho, you know, key players because I think they had a midfield of, of Milner, Elliot, and I think Carvalho <laughs> last game, which yeah. just shows like they are really, you know, and not to say that they're bad players like Carvalho and Elliot are definitely up and coming and uh, very yeah. good young prospects. But for the right here, right now, they want their Fabinhos, they want their Naby Caters, they want those players that can come in now, uh, mm. Thiago. So yeah, I, I feel like depending on what. Uh, if they've got a fully fit squad, I think that'll be key. Um, like that, that midfield battle, I think, will be massive, um, especially mm. if those players aren't playing. I think we can definitely, like Caicedo there, uh, Pascal Gross, you know, they can really sort of stick it on them. But yeah, it, it'll be, it's going to be a tough, tough game. Uh, I'm Do not, you think you know, that um, De Zerbi has a potential of taking them almost by surprise as well? I mean, you know, as much as they'll do their research, and I'm sure Klopp will do his extensive research on De Zerbi, but Ultimately, no one really knows as, as to how he's going to come out against oh, Liverpool. It could be completely terrible. It could be, you know, we could get battered. Yeah. But it yeah. could also be, on the other side, really, really entertaining, great football, dominate the game, which, which our players have the potential to do. We've proven it so many times, time and over, against all the big teams. So, 100%. I don't know. I, I, I'm not, not saying I'm confident, but I would yeah. say that there's a reason to be confident. I think it's probably the right thing well, to say. Well, well just just on that, on that. Obviously, the last time we played, let me just double check. The last time we played was on uh, against Leicester, obviously, which was on the fourth of September. And by the time we play uh, Liverpool, it's going to be the first of October. So yeah. I, I know he only got appointed what, let's say, a week ago now, uh, around that. So he's he's going to have about two weeks worth of, of, of training. So he's got what he's going to have the six days until the game. Um, so he's he's going to have like a long time to prepare so he can't actually put his stamp on the team already um, and, you know usually when a, when, a, when a new manager comes in mid-season they, they have maybe a couple of days before their next game uh, you know mm. Potter had his first Champions League game within two days I think of yeah. joining so yeah, and didn't win it, yeah, yeah exactly so I feel like that could definitely that definitely does help having that 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 time of what two week period of being with the lads on the training pitch instilling your your, your philosophy your mm. tactics 
your team. Um, you can really he's had feel a great time them. period, hasn't he? Like he, he really, it's, it's actually come at a good time for him, to be honest. Hundred percent. He's really had that time break. to now bond with those with those players. You know, the players that will come back from internationals this week as well is, I bet they're excited as well to to see this this next chapter. Um, I think I don't know. I'm I'm yeah. I'm really excited. I don't want to say that I think we're going to go win this game because. I think that's probably on the bold <laughs> that's side. A big, yeah. Yeah. But it's it's a potential that we could at least get a point here because, as you say, Liverpool haven't been great. They might come back and be really good. But Klopp seems to have a funny thing in his seventh or eighth season, is it, that he always seems to fall down? And he's yeah. historically done it at Dortmund, etc. before. So mm. whether that's going to be the case, and he does have a bad season this season, I mean, it's, it's definitely started off poorly. And no, 100%. You know, there's, there's a reason to be positive there, I think. Deserby balls in. Um, we've got to back these boys now. We've got to back everyone at this club. We've got to fully get behind it. I want the fans com- completely behind it because yeah. I'm sure they will be as our away fans are fantastic and they'll all be behind him at Anfield, I'm sure. No, 100%. And one thing, this is sort of away from the Liverpool game, but one thing I just do want to say, and, and I've said this on, on another sort of uh, podcast before, but I, I, I don't want to come on here and be like, oh, I think Deserby's going to like absolutely like smash it. He's going to be unreal. Because I still do have... like. With any new manager, I think you're going to yeah, have you doubts. Yeah, you always got to be a bit worried. Yeah, yeah sure. like naturally, naturally, you're going to have a few doubts. So, yeah, my, my only thing is like, yeah, like 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 we uh, mentioned earlier in the pod, it's like, okay, Ukrainian league's all well and good, but, you know, is the quality all, all yeah. there? Obviously, fair play, Serie A was amazing. Um, like, what he, what he achieved Probably what great. we don't need is in four months' time when, you know, we could potentially go on a bad run. Say it does start very well and we do get a result against Liverpool, go on a bit of a run, beat Tottenham even, yeah. and we have a really, really great start. I don't want us to then, four months' time, everyone's like, pot, uh, not Potter out, but Deserby out, or looking at, yeah. you know, oh, I've had enough of Deserby. Because he's got to have a lot of time to, to almost rebuild what it, what's been left behind, really. And it's now his yeah. chance to, you know, I think Tony Bloom's even said they could be having internal discussions. Of course they will be talking about um, going into January window and, and looking potentially at, at players that would suit his team. Um, yeah. Because ultimately these are Potter's boys. These aren't, this isn't Deserby's team. Um, and, you know, he might not and, get on with that team. He might want something else. 100%. And I think, I think a really um, a, a big point as well is with regards to Potter, uh, well, well, the comparisons between Deserby and stuff, he he's mm. going to have that. Um, the expectations are going to be completely different. Yeah. When Potter came in, he we were like what just uh, cute and it just stayed uh, kept us up. Yeah. And the expectations are a bit like okay, cool. Like if he if he gets us mid table finish or just above the relegation zone, cool. Whereas I feel like yeah. how Deserby's come in with us being fourth. The, yeah. the expectations are completely different. It's it's, yeah. it's now we're like we expect him to do well, or we yeah. want him to, to to get us mid table. That's that should be like the minimum. So I think actually Deserby's very. He's actually got a, a harder task. With he's this. got a tough he, job he, on his hands. Yeah, he, he comes in with a much more expectation now. Whereas with Big Potter came in, feel as well, like that whole yeah. connection as well that Potter seemed to have at the end, and all that yeah. punch in the air, and saying he had no idea that he was going to leave, which just seemed to be complete rubbish to me. Um, but that that uh, connection, his he has to now build, and he has to has has to play that football that we're so used to, uh, yeah. and, and have that no fear factor going into any game, and that's now on Deserby's shoulders to sort. So it's it's a big 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 job on his hands, and, and that's yeah. why I don't want sort of. I'm not saying that our fans will. It's more about I hope that our fans don't eventually get on his back after a few months and. You know, we get into the new year and, and we're all looking. Oh, I don't, you know, I don't, yeah. I don't want that because otherwise it then gets it gets that divide. We don't want that divide. We want we want to get behind these guys and really give Deserby what he deserves because <laughs> the deserves because he he does 
he does deserve to at least have the fans behind him for for this season, without a doubt. Yeah, no, hundred percent. I agree. And um, so looking towards again, let's wrap it up. Well, uh, yeah. what's your what's your score prediction? Okay, score predictions. Um, I'm going to say one all because I don't know how he's going to go and attack them. So I can't say that his attack is going to be successful, and I can't say that his defense won't work because I know that's a, that's a criticism. But I always feel like that can't defend thing is always a bit of a like narrow-minded approach to say that he plays good football. If you know what I'm trying to say, it's a bit of an yeah. English way of saying it. I don't know what it is. There's an English arrogance with around those sort of things. We just like can't defend. But I think that we'll we'll come out strong. I think that the boys will be ready for it. I think that the fans are going to be fully behind it. I expect that our atmosphere from our end is going to be very good because Anfield, when it's not a European night, it's often quite quiet. So he'll definitely be able to hear us. And I'm looking forward to it. Going to be a good day out. Uh, and also, actually, Maz, this weekend that will be coming up will mark two years, I believe, of, of Seagull Social, which is crazy. So hopefully, you know, it's all it's all completely... Um, it's all completely new to us. We've got two years of Seagull Social this weekend, and we've also got um, Deserby's New Era. So there you go. What a time to be alive, mate. What a time to be alive. What about um, you, by the way, score prediction? Yes, uh, I'm going to go... Uh, I feel like it's going to be another draw. I feel like with, with it being his yeah. first game in charge, uh, I feel like we can get a good result. Uh, but I just don't. I just don't know. The win seems seems out of reach. I, I don't want to be negative, but it just feels out of reach. The win. So I'm going to go one all draw. Uh, yeah, one all draw enough. for me. Yeah. So we've gone the same. We've gone the same. That yeah. that should be interesting. I'm I'm excited. Yeah. I, I'm really, I'm mate. genuinely really excited. I don't don't even tell him my face. Yeah. I'm actually excited for this. Um, no, no, mate. Yes. It should be a sick game. Yeah, Amazing. and if, if you've got anything else to add, Maz, I don't think no, there's too mate. much think... else to talk about. To yeah, be honest, that's you. that's it, really. Um, I, feel, I feel like we've we've done a good job there covering all that. Yeah, yeah, no, we've done well. So, um, yeah, thank you all for listening, watching. However, you've been listening Ooh, to us, down or watching us. Comments, comments down, down below. Good below. point. Um, um, it's got to be something back in the Zerbi, isn't it? We've got yeah. to be behind the oh, boy. What was, it, um, what was that thing? Was it Zerbi ball? Whatever oh it yeah, was. let me have a look. The Zerbi yeah. is. I think it's like the Zerbi Simo or something. I don't know how to spell it. That's my trouble. So for me to look this up is going to be horrific. But I think it's like Deserbismo. Um, okay, let's go with that. But De- just Deserbismo. Deserbismo. I, yeah. Probably got that so wrong. Here you are. Deserbismo. Deserb is yeah. Mo. It's quite Mo. easy okay. to spell. There you go. There you go. So literally just spell that. Apparently, according to David Watkins, that is. Um, so cheers, David. But yeah, Deserbismo. we'll see. Deserbismo. Right. Deserbismo. Comment out below if you made it this far. Uh, not too much of a long one this time, but we'll be back next week after Liverpool. Thank you for listening to us as always. Uh, be sure to keep streaming on the Spotify, Apple Podcasts. And if you're on YouTube, do subscribe, like and everything like that. Matt's got another good point. Sorry, <laughs> yeah, sorry. FCAs, FCAs. Make FCAs. sure if you haven't, yeah, if you haven't already, go and vote for us. Go and vote yeah, for us. Vote for us on the website. We'll leave a link in the description. And um, yeah, we'll see you next time. Goodbye. Peace. days are great but there's nothing quite like playing at home the same goes for mcdonald's maximize your home ground advantage with mcdelivery order now on the mcdonald's app at participating restaurants 18 plus serving times delivery fee and terms apply see mcdonald's.com planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like european linen 
premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.